one of the topics that uh, Taylor and I always talk about is the fact that London is one of the most vibrant food cities on planet Earth, yet people visiting the city very regularly kind of dip in the regular haunts, the haunts that you can find in any other major city. Sort of hard rock cafe is the good example. The same template regurgitated time over, time over, time over, yet you'll visit them. I remember once we were in Venice and we ended up in Hard Rock Cafe drinking copious amounts of alcohol uh, and half the team ended up behind the bar. That is a side. So this is a bit of a weird spectacle because I feel like if you're visiting a city, you should know at least something about kind of like places you're going to eat or dine or at least, at very least, hit up kind of local cuisine, local hotspots, your fish and chips, you know, your bangers and mash, your pub grub, all that sort of stuff. People don't. A lot of people don't. And I'm not judging them. It's fine. They've got their own choice. Uh, the thing is, it's not even a budget thing. If it was because, like, you know, budget was tight and you were trying to eat well but on a budget... I get it, I'm not, you know, I'm not budget shaming anybody. But these places aren't that cheap at all. In fact, they're usually quite expensive for what they are. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird phenomenon. So I thought we'd go out on a, on a bit of a bang. Uh, set Meals Season 3. And um, in true Set Meals fashion, uh, mix those highs and lows together and also get out of the studio I feel like we've been in the studio too often definitely got some feedback that says we've been in the studio too often so we're going to get out of the studio, full app out of the studio we're sacking off the new section we're going to talk absolute shit for half an hour and we're going to the only place in the world that I could see fit to talk about the topic that I've just mentioned um, and to sort of have some guilty pleasure food we're going to TGI Fridays doing the big South London expedition, hitting up a few spots and going to that um, hip new taco spot that everyone's raving about, but actually I've heard from uh, actual chefs that it's not as good as the hype uh, alludes to. I know we plan on doing that, but it is absolutely shitting it down with rain. Um, So I've got a bit of a left field suggestion. Um, how about we sack off all the trendy shit and uh, just go to TJ Fridays instead for the for the for the pure reason of hitting that nostalgia card. Final episode, season three. Um, fajitas, like a sizzling fajita tray, authentic. Or some sort of like Jack Daniels slathered chicken. Uh, worth noting here that my obsession with fajitas is very much not new to this podcast. And the TGI Friday's kind of tier fajita, sizzling fajita tray um, is is like 
Paramount nostalgia ringer. It's like really top tier stuff. Um, th- this this wasn't that. Yes, 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 yes. TGI Fridays. I honestly can't think of a better way to sign off season three than eating Jack. Oh, Jack Daniel's glaze. What a vibe. Sign me up. Where shall I meet you? Busiest one we can pick. Covent Garden? Covent Garden on a fucking Tuesday night. Dead. First thing is probably going to have to wait like 40 minutes. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. Yeah, let's put our names down or something. Get a buzzer or something. Yeah, hold that. Because then I can uh, go find someone for this bike. Hello. Uh, have you got a table for two available? Um, have you booked? No. It's around 30 to 45 minutes. Wow. Uh, 30 to 45 minutes for TGI Fridays on a Tuesday night is an absolute outrage. Tay. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not mad about it. I'm so into this, it's unbelievable. Do you know when you go home and you're just like happy your mum has made beans on toast? Yeah, that's what this feels like. Uh, let me just set the scene here. Um, I know we said the episode was all going to be on location, but the, the edit doesn't work without studio stuff. Um, let me set the scene. It is a very... This TJ Fridays is an incredibly loud, incredibly dark um, restaurant, massive restaurant, uh, on the corner, like on one of the corners, is just down the street from Covent Garden, basically. Covent Garden proper. Um Americana all over the walls. We've all been to TGI Fridays. Let's, you know, let's, let's, let's realise that. Um, but stepping back into TGI Fridays, having not been there for a long time, uh, the only thing I could think of when stepping into that TGI Fridays was Merthyr Tidville Rugby Club, 2.30pm on a Saturday afternoon. Before it gets rowdy, but the bar staff have like put the lights down a bit prematurely to kind of get the mood going. Uh, and they've like closed all the curtains there's a smell of a kind of like cigarettes in the air, despite they're not like they're being a smoking ban for like 15 years. And it's all just a little bit bleak. Well, we're going to see out the season with a big South episode. Yeah. And then it got to like four o'clock and we sort of thought, let's not go South. This is far. Although we are as probably as close to south as we can get, this is actually across this is as far south as we've been. It really is. The other reason we're in TGI is, is because we have had a few conversations during our friendship about why people come to London, one of the greatest food cities on planet Earth at the moment, oh, yes. and eat at places like Frankie and Benny's, uh, Better Italia, TJ Fridays. I can understand the people with kids. Yeah, sort of. It's a very accessible kids menu. Yeah, you can find you can all find what you want. It's quite fun. It's a fun environment. It feels like you're in America. It, it looks like fucking Cat in the Hat has picked the menu. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the people in here that aren't kids. Yeah. That are couples or dates or just normal people. It's two guys over there. Actually, to be fair. Like two like fifty year old blokes in here, absolutely class. I'm having a great time. A few beers, yeah. ribs, reminiscing about their time at, in Nam. Something. 
It okay. was, there was a couple sat at the bar when we were sat at the bar waiting for our table buzz to buzz, and um, a couple sat at the bar were looking at us and giggling at us. I couldn't work out if they were just a bit pissed and they were on a date and they were just giggling at something. If they were laughing at us being here, and then I thought, you're not ironically here, like we're here, ironically. Mm. Why are you laughing at us? We should be laughing at you. We're not laughing at anyone. Because we're fucking. No, I'm not laughing at anybody, but it is a real shame, isn't it? It's just bizarre. It's, biz- it's weird. Because as you pointed out, looking at the menu, it's not a cheap option. Well, that, see, that's my, my justification would always be it's an easy, family-friendly, cheap option. It's expensive. Yeah. It's not even just, like, not cheap. It's expensive. Yeah, it really is. It's like Nando's. You come in here with a family of four, you drop 100 quid. Easily. No, no problem. Easily. That's why Franco Mango does so well. Mmm, see? That's why you're not eating there. Yeah, I know. Even Nando's, hey, I can just Yeah, but more. are you getting duck fajitas in Franco Manca? No. No. Rightly so. At this point, the, 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 the table behind us were getting served up their food, and Taste spotted um, them getting served up duck fajitas. Duck fajitas. What's your childhood memory of TGI Fridays? So I... Um, I used to want to be a TGI Fridays barman. Enjoyable. And I've never actually <laughs> I've never actually told anyone this ever. Nice. I've told people that, but I've never actually told them. I actually applied to be a TGI Fridays barman when I was 16. But obviously I was too young. But I did I wrote an application and I sent the application. How much time did you put into that application? A lot of time. How much fret and worry went into that application Honestly, process? A lot. Like so so I'm pretty sure that somebody that we used to know, Amy, who used to work in restaurants, she's the one that got me a job at Jamie's Italian. Right. Another stalwart chain. Yeah, 100%. RIP. Uh, I'm pretty sure she maybe worked here at this one, I think. This very one. It's a very foggy, it's it's a very foggy memory, but I seem to remember. Or, or we just came here with a... Hey, do you know when you're, you know when you're like 15? You know someone who works in the Covent Garden branch of TJ Fridays. You're thinking, fuck me, she is big time. Mate, this is, this she is, is big time. This is me. I've been thinking today that what I told you last night about me writing an application to be a TGI Fridays bartender, I think that's honestly my deepest, darkest secret. Which I think, I feel like that says a lot about me. I don't know what I want, man. No. <laughs> no. No. Right, you've got to make a decision. I'll come to you first. We're going to have a shearing hot wings. Yeah, to come first. Yes, please. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get the chicken fajitas. Chicken fajitas. Please. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. Thank you. Now it's your moment. Pressure, Tay. <laughs> Pressure. Thing is, I don't want double chicken. I don't want chicken and then chicken. I'm not a good person to ask, we don't eat meat. Okay. So. <laughs> what is the best veggie thing on the menu, though? Vegan burger is incredible. Is it? But I'm the wrong person to ask. Mm. The ribs are super popular. We sell crazy amounts of ribs. Mm. So if you never go chicken, then chicken, I'll go for it. I'm going to get the... Let me get the half rack of double glazed, the ultimate, yeah. legendary glazed ribs. Yeah. Is that everything? Uh, I. And then you side. What's the side situation? Yes. You get corn and 
fries. Corn fries. Yeah. What should we get on the side? We should get something, shouldn't we? Up to you, you go for it. No, we don't. No, it's fine. No, no, we don't need it. So you know how your decision for us to go to TJ Fridays was spurred on by uh, nostalgia. Uh, the way I'm feeling today has made me realise that the exact opposite of nostalgia is hindsight, which is where you look back on something not fondly, but you realise that it was all a lie all along. Because honestly. When I woke up this morning, I don't think I've ever felt as guilty or as dry as I did after those ribs last night. Thinking back to all those joyous times that I had as a kid in TGI Fridays and knowing now that I've had the wool pulled from my eyes that it's all a total farce. The thing is, is it a branch like TGI Fridays? Sorry, the thing is, a chain like TGI Fridays. When the waitress says, the vegan burger is amazing. You know it's not gonna be amazing. Like, are they really up there at the forefront of meat alternatives, soy-based, seitan-based product? Hardly. So, sometimes, when you're in, you're in. I didn't really wanna eat beef. And so I went for what I think, what I think was pork ribs. Still not sure. Because let's face it, that Jack Daniels glaze really doesn't stick to broccoli in the same way that it sticks to bones. Thanks. Put my hand right in that sour cream then. So, dude, my avocado looks absolutely shit. So. Oh, no. <laughs> it looks so bad. People that put tomato in. Dude, in why am I wrapped so small? Oh, no. <laughs> they're so small. Dude, look how small they are. And they're so stuck together. They're so stuck and they're so small. People that put tomato in uh, guacamole are the devil. Yeah. Okay. I've got. No, it's four. It's four wraps. Four tiny wraps. You know when you eat. Um, you know when you eat a. Um, what's a good example of this? Maybe a Kit Kat chunky, but maybe not. No. Uh, what? What's something? They just seem tiny, basically. That's what I'm trying to get my words out. They seem so much smaller than I remember them. And there's one one sort of like sad line on the plate. That's so sad. Is shit. Uh, my features came and they were thoroughly underwhelming. Uh, the, the wraps were tiny. The um, the chicken was like, do you know that you get the packs of feeders from like Tesco's? I mean, this is ropey, but when you go to Tesco and you get like the feeders in a pack in like a box, basically, and it's got like the wraps in there and everything's wrapped up in kind of like individual plastic bags within a cardboard box. I used to eat them honestly. I used to eat them religiously when I was a child. Um, and they come like a little sachet of sour cream, a little sachet of salsa, some really terrible like pre-grated cheese, and then like some bits you just put in the microwave. It was honestly like that, but warmer uh like the chicken was so spongy and i mean the avocado was it was just all it's sad it was really sad it also sad because it kind of ruined a nostalgic moment of my childhood it was odd it was jarring how is it doesn't taste anything like you used to do not this jack sauce is exactly how it used to taste is it yeah just a bit honest for you, bro. 
Is it really sweet? It's so sweet. How's your mini sweet gone? That's the worst corn on the cob I've ever eaten in my life. <laughs> we had forgotten about the birthday song. So anyway, in hindsight, knowing what I know now. Oh my god, it's amazing. seen a group of people look so miserable as they sing that kid happy birthday. <laughs> I mean, they're not allowed to sing the official happy birthday song they obviously don't have the PRS rights to do that. Whoa. So, oh, backtrack. Nobody owns it. Happy birthday song. Well, I'll let you do your research. Do they? I'll let you do your research and you will find out that it's not true. Are you joking me? Yeah. That is insane that someone owns that. How does someone own that? Who's trademarked? I can't remember what the, the, remember what the situation is, but the reason that... The birthday song in TJ Fridays, an absolute fucking tradition. And I genuinely didn't realise that the happy birthday song was a was a trademarked item. And uh, that's why TJ Fridays have to sing a different rendition of the birthday song. I mean, that that is a poor reflection of where we are, isn't it? That is, it is poor. How are they? Huh? How are they? Does it worry you about what animal that came from? thing is, it's on the menu, it didn't say. I'm assuming it's pork, but it genuinely didn't say. <laughs> so it could be cat. Do you want to try some? Cat rib? Yeah. Yeah, I do actually. Yeah. Sure. Tamarind? Yeah, yeah. I don't even want to try some of yours, so you've, you've won there. I'm shit, mate, so I'm good. I mean, to be fair, do you know what? If we'd had six pints, that would taste absolutely unbelievable. It tastes pretty good now. And the thing is, I feel like we have ribs. Well, you don't really get like, really good ones. Not Our waitress was great, to be honest. I mean, that was the highlight. Oh, well, not the highlight, but I mean, that was the, that was the best of a fucking a very miserable trip. Uh, Tay and I put bets on to whether or not she was a out-of-work actress. Absolutely spot on, obviously. Thanks. Why do you do Shakespeare? Well, I'm not an actor, but it's quiet in January. Hey, it's February. January. 11th, 12th, we've all just come back from Panto, we're all a bit depressed. And rounding this episode off, that was, uh, I mean, is it an underwhelming end to season three? Possibly. Thank you for listening to Set Meals, season three. We're going to take a break uh, from Set Meals. It's going to be a little bit longer than usual. We've got some bits to sort out got some admin but yeah thank you for listening i thoroughly appreciate it tay is not in the studio tay is currently on a flight to uh, copenhagen um hence why i'm jumping in the booth on my own um thank you for listening to set meals check us out on instagram and twitter at set meals podcast um drop us a line let us know what you're eating um a lot of you guys were asking where the best tacos were in London um, on Twitter this week and uh, I felt bad because I didn't reply and I also felt bad because we completely sacked off the what was meant to be the taco episode this week and replaced it with TGI Friday so uh, sorry about that but we will be back I don't know exactly on what date we'll be back yet but we'll be back and uh, keep up to date on our Instagram there'll be stuff happening on there anyway in the meantime much love take it easy keep eating bye
And you left it there by the sofa where you were lying down. And I, I, I was looking at it, I was like, I don't see how long it takes. The bed eventually cleaned up. See, that's what I know. He was that's in a different city and he eventually cleaned up two years ago. This is Acast Recommends. Every week we pick one of our favorite shows, and this is one we think you're going to love. An Arm and a Leg is a show about the cost of healthcare and how we can learn to survive it. In the middle of a pandemic, that is a skill we all need. Lesson number one be persistent. I just annoy the tar out of him. Our next instructor, Steve from HR. People where he works bring him their weird medical bills, and if he sees anything off, he goes to battle. I am a bulldog on this stuff. I'm not going to lie. We are not going to win them all. But we don't have to lose them all either. An arm and a leg. ACAST is home to the biggest podcast from the U.S. and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts.